Have you ever wondered what the greatest miracle of all time is? Was it turning water into wine? Was it healing blind eyes? Is it seeing people get out of wheelchairs? Like, what is the greatest miracle of all times? Well, guess what? I have the answer right here. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Miracle Mindset Podcast. My name is DJ Bagwell, and I'm excited to have you with me today. And I have a special, special episode just for you. And I believe it's going to be one of my best episodes because it's on one of the most important topics that I can talk about. Today, I'm talking about the greatest miracle of all. Now, many of you came to this show because you wanted to learn how to operate and to live in, in, in the greater presence and the greater power of God. And you wanted to see more miracles in your life, more miracles in your church, more miracles in your community. You wanted to see the power of God flow in your life. Well, guess what? You're at the right place and, you're, and you are in the right space with God. That's a good thing to want those things. It's good to desire more of God. It's good to desire uh, to see God move in your community and move in your church. And today, I really want to anchor this show with this episode. I want to anchor your faith and anchor your mindsets with this episode. This episode is talking about the greatest miracle of all. And can I just cut to the chase? The greatest miracle of all is salvation. That's right. The greatest miracle of all is salvation through Jesus Christ. More than a blind eye opening, more than cancer healed, more than anything else you can see done, any more than a sign, wonder, miracle is the amazing miracle of seeing the spiritually dead come to life through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Think about this. Jesus healed the blind. He turned water into wine. He turned a few fish and loaves to feed the multitude of people. And yet the greatest miracle, the very purpose of why he was here was not only to teach the kingdom of God, but to die on the cross, to give his life for us. And that is the greatest miracle. Jesus did what we could not do for ourselves. He lived a perfect life as a man and he died for our sins to be raised from the dead and to become the atonement for our sins and to become our access point. To eternal life. And that, my friends, is the greatest miracle of all. That is the greatest miracle. Why? Because without Jesus, without that divine intervention, we would all be destined for eternity in separation from God in hell. Now, I know that's for some people like, oh, well, why would God send us to hell? God's intention was never to send you to hell. It's actually hell was prepared for Satan and those third that fell with him and followed him into rebellion against God. But when you also choose a life of rebellion against God, then how can you be in eternity with God? So I want to encourage you today that if you are, number one, a minister, a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, your first mindset, your first miracle mindset should be, should be connecting people to the miracle of salvation. And oftentimes when you preach the word, it'll be accompanied with sign wonders and miracles, right? We, we even see in the word of God that it says in, um, 
in um, Hebrews 2 and 4, it says this, And God confirmed the message by giving signs, wonders, and various miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit whenever he chose. So that lets you know that when you preach the gospel, when you minister in church, it's good to see, and God desires to see signs, wonders, and miracles that confirm his message, confirm the power of the word. That's a good thing. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a call for salvation, if you don't give people the opportunity to accept Jesus, then what are we doing? What's the point of the miracle if people don't get the greatest miracle, which is atonement from their sins, a connection to Jesus and freedom in their lives? Salvation not only brings eternity, but it brings, it brings freedom. It brings freedom in their everyday life. It brings peace in their minds, things that they struggle with for years. Salvation brings the beginning of the restoration of their minds and their hearts and their spirit back to God. That is the greatest miracle. So my pastors, my leaders, as you pursue signs, wonders, and miracles, pursue for your people, your community, your groups to see salvation. See that people in your group are saved. Because guess what? A miracle may get them there, but it can't sustain them. They have to have Jesus. They have to have the word. And so that leads me to my second group of people I want to speak to today. If you came to the faith because God moved in a mighty way, maybe you were healed miraculously. Maybe you were radically delivered. Maybe you saw a, a, a mighty miracle in your home. I remember one time I was in a meeting and there was a woman who um, hadn't walked without a cane for years. And all of a sudden she started walking without that cane. God touched her. God healed her. And her daughter said, I've never seen my mom like this. I want to accept Jesus. I want to change my life. So that miracle led that young lady to Jesus. But after that, we have to disciple that young lady. So I want to tell you, if you're new in Christ and a miracle brought you here, I want to encourage you to stay in your word. A miracle can get you here, but the word of God will sustain your relationship. Prayer will sustain your worship and your relationship with Jesus. And then finally, you need discipleship. Find a biblical mentor that can help you dissect the word of God. It can help answer those tough questions you have. And help you walk out a healthy relationship with Jesus Christ. It's my desire and it's, I believe, God's desire to see everyone preach the gospel and to be demonstrated with the power of God. But without the word, without discipleship, without a prayer life of consecration and holiness, you'll soon fall off. If the miracles were to cease, you have to have the word of God. If God never used you to do another miracle again, do you have the word of God in your heart? And that's what today's episode is about. Today's episode is to, re to remind you, if you're a leader, if you're a pastor, or if you're an everyday church member or a follower of Jesus Christ, help connect others to the miracle of salvation. Now you say, okay, well, pastor, I'm new to this. How do I do that? Number one, Romans 10, 9 through 10, right? If people would believe in their hearts and confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord, they will be saved. Now, Lord is this, meaning that, God, you take control of my life. God, you take control of, of, of my destiny. And only, but not only that, but that, that Jesus died on the cross and he was risen from the dead for my sins. That's also, so you confess with your mouth, not only is Jesus Lord, but Jesus is Savior. That you were lost in sin, but Jesus came in and he saved you from your sin through his death and resurrection. He became the atonement for your sins. You were destined for an eternity in hell, but Jesus paid the price. So now you have become the righteousness of Jesus, of God through Jesus Christ. 
I'm going to say that again. You become the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. That's a whole nother episode. But I want you to know it's not based on your efforts. It's not based on your performance. It's not based on how good you've been. I, I, I have some friends that aren't believers that say, well, I just believe if I'm a good enough person that I will get into heaven. I just believe that, I've, that, that if I do good things, that, that, that God will see that and take me to heaven. But your standard of good and who God is, which is good, is so far apart. It, it, I mean, I, I don't even have the words to contrast and to compare how far what you think goodness is from actually what is good. The only thing that is good is God. Jesus is the only way. The Bible says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to, to God except through Jesus Christ. So I want to encourage I want to encourage you today, pursue the miracle of salvation. And if you're a leader, help others pursue the miracle of salvation. Keep the miracle going by sharing your miracle of salvation with others. You may not be a pastor, you may not be a leader, but we overcome by what? The blood of the lamb, which has already been shed for us. That's Jesus dying on the cross, but also by the word of our testimony. Your testimony can help someone else experience the miracle of salvation. So here's what I want to do. Usually I end the show by offering something. I say, hey, you know what? We're going to give you this. We're going to give you that. Or, you know what? Hey, you know what? Can you follow the show? And I would love for you to subscribe to the show. I would love for you to go follow me on Instagram. But here's what I want to ask you to do today. If you somehow stumbled upon the show or maybe a friend recommended this episode to you, I want to give you the best offer I can ever give you. I want to make the biggest request that I can ever make more than a subscription more than a follow, more than a share. I want you to have the same peace that I have through a relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to have the same power and anointing that's only possible through being a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ. I want you to know the peace, knowing that my eternity is sealed in Christ. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter where you've come from. Jesus loves you. And now, while I said earlier that works won't get you saved, when you accept Jesus and you get into a relationship with him, your life will start to change. You'll start to have a desire, a conviction to do things God's way. It's like this. I made a covenant with my wife, Denise. We're married. Even if I do wrong to her, we're still married. But it does hurt that relationship. So it's my job to go back and repent and say, Denise, I'm sorry for how I hurt you. And that restores our relationship. But it doesn't mean I'm no longer married to her if I mess up. Well, the same is true with Jesus. Because you fall in a sense, say you give your life to Jesus, you're like, well, I'm pastor, DJ, you know, I'm, I, sometimes I mess up. Sometimes I, I do the wrong things and I don't want to say I'm a Christian and then keep messing up. Well, guess what? The first thing you have to do is enter a covenant relationship with Jesus by confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus is your Lord and Savior. Then after that, I want you to get into your Bible. Well, 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 what do I read? Start with the gospel. Start, find a Bible, get the Bible app, download it. It's for free. And start in the book of John. Just go with John 1 and read through John and say, Holy Spirit, teach me. And then the third thing I want you to do is get into a Bible-believing church. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to the right church and the right body of believers because you need discipleship to help you walk it out. But today, I want to start by allowing you to receive. I want to invite you, not allowing you, but I want to invite you to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want you to repeat this prayer with me. 
If it's your first time or maybe it's your first time rededicating your life back to God, maybe you stepped away and a friend sent you this episode or maybe you stumbled upon this episode by the divine grace of God. That's a beautiful thing. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. I want you to say, thank you, Lord, for taking my place and settling the account that I could never afford to pay. You took my sins. You took my punishment. You took my shame. And in exchange, you gave me new life. Jesus, I believe you died for me. Jesus, I believe you rose from the dead. Now, come and take the lead of my life. I choose to follow you. I make you my Lord and I make you my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want you to celebrate. I can't see you, but I want you to give yourself a hand clap. I want to high five you from here. <laughs> I want you to know that you made the best decision you can make. Now, I'm not promising you that it's going to be easy from here. No, no. In fact, you just made hell mad. You made the enemy mad. And guess what? He can't do anything about it because Jesus is greater than any enemy, any depression, anything that the devil could send at you. Jesus is greater than. So I want you to do this. If you just gave your life to Jesus, I want you to follow me on Instagram. And that is, and my handle is, I am DJ Bagwell. I want you to send me a message and say, I accepted Jesus. And I'm going to give you some next steps. I'm going to create a PDF that you can um, read and follow. We'll try to put a Bible in, in, uh, in your hand if, if, if it's possible for us to ship you one. We want to help you here at this podcast, at the Miracle Mindset Podcast. You just received the greatest miracle of all. I'm excited for you. I love you. And I can't wait to see all the amazing things that God does through your life. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Miracle Mindset with Pastor DJ Bagwell. We're thrilled you're part of our community. Hit that subscribe button and help us spread the word by sharing this show with a friend. Want to dive deeper into more incredible miracles? Visit djbagwell.com and witness powerful testimonies. Share your miracle story and learn more about hosting a live training or service with Pastor DJ at your church. Join us next time and remember, with a miracle mindset, nothing is impossible.